Are you ready to eliminate your credit card processing fees? Visit www.pairpayments.com and use code Jake for $250 Visa gift card when you join today. Welcome back to Under Pressure, your favorite business building podcast for the pressure washing industry. Today, once again, we have with us Jay Howerluck. Good to be here with you again, Jake. How's things? Everything is great over here. I am very excited because we are going to move on to the C drive today. Uh, in this series with Jay, we've talked about so far the A drive, the B drive, and today we're going to talk about the C drive. Is that true, Jay? Absolutely. So, Absolutely. for anyone who hasn't seen the other episodes with you yet, where we kind of work through all of the drives from uh, the Acumax Index. Could you describe for us real quick, one, what is the Acumax Index? And then uh, do you want to give us a brief overview on the other drives? Just brief summary yeah. to say, hey, go check those out. Definitely. Yes. Go, I'll give the plug first. Go watch the podcast for A and B, but I'll give you a little recap here. What the Acumax Index measures is innate human wiring. Mm -hmm. It's different than behavioral assessments that are based in social sciences, the behaviors we see with people. Uh, innate human wiring is a deep dive into a person. In the 18 to 24 month period, after any person on the planet is born, certain chemicals come together in the brains and they create specific neural pathways. Now during this time period, there's millions of pathways created, but we measure four as they apply to business and relationships, because let's face it, business is relationships. Mm -hmm. We measure A, B, C, and D. Now, A is what we call autonomy or idea flow. How I value ideas. Am I more situated toward the idea that best benefits the team, or am I more somebody who prefers my ideas? Okay, there's other resulting effects with it, uh, but that's kind of the main key of it. Do I want to be more of a team individual, be more autonomous to myself? Do I want to be more group decision-making, more individual decision-making? Mm -hmm. The B drive is communication. Now, everybody talks, everybody thinks, but it's how I successfully process thought. Now, on our spectrum, we go from low to high, and there's a midpoint that crosses whether you're low or high. Mm -hmm. So in the case of low B or low in the communication area, those individuals are more internal thought processors. When you're high in the communication process, you're more of an external thought processor. So external thought processors oftentimes verbalize their thoughts to create clarity of ideas and plans of action. Internal low B internalizes their thoughts. So we go into a little more detail on the A and B in the previous uh, podcast. So I highly recommend uh, you tune them in. They're about 20 minutes, I think, and give you a real insight into A and B. So moving on, of course, sequentially, we're going to go to C. Yes. So thank you for that uh, brief recap, Jay. We really appreciate it. Those were fantastic episodes. So anything that would drive people to those, the quick hit episodes uh, that'll help you figure out you know, how to build the teams, how to maximize the teams you have, and how to retain employees and your team members. So thank you, Jay, for that summary. Go check out those episodes. And before we dive into the next drive, which is C Drive, I want to say once again, Jay has been kind enough to offer complimentary Acumax Index assessments if you text Jake to 
517-798-5185. That'll be in the description, but go text Jake uh, to that phone number, 218-517-7985, and you can complete a complimentary Acumax index. And they're, as you'll see with the C-Drive, these are so beneficial to you and your team. So Jay, without further ado, let's hop into the C-Drive. Okay, I will say one thing. Anybody who wants to take advantage of it, it takes less than five minutes to complete, and you get a very information-filled PDF that's sent directly to you within minutes of completion. Yes, it, it, incredibly uh, loaded with information. I was shocked when I read through mine and um, saw all the advice on how to deal with with people, my team, how to how to deal with myself. It was uh, it was impressive, Jay. So definitely take Jay up on that. You'll love it. Uh, thank you for that. And now, now we'll pop in to see. C-Drive is what we call patience factor. Now, it doesn't mean that those who are innately impatient can't be patient at times, or those that are innately more patient can't be impatient, but it drives a lot of things within an individual's wiring. The C-Drive, by its nature, is the most complicated of the four drives because it covers so many things. Number one, it covers our work style. How are we most optimal in working? And I'll get into all of these. Speed of making a decision. My pressure acceptance. How much pressure will I accept? Mm -hmm. And our, actually our innate fuses. So it has four different characteristics and therefore C is the strongest drive of the four. It's the hardest one to consistently work against. And when I say hardest to work against, that's what creates the most stress on us and that's what drains us of our mental energy. So the spectrum for patient goes from low patients, mm -hmm. more impatient individuals, to higher patients. Now low patients we call low in the C, high patients we call high in the C. Now the care, from a work style perspective, low C's being more impatient oftentimes creates a shorter attention span. So low C's will do a things to do list, one, two, three, four, five. And where will we start, Jake? Uh, whatever's the easiest to knock off. <laughs> yeah, that's a very low C response. We'll do a things to do list, one, two, three, four, five, might start at 27, hop over to six, go back to five, go over to three. Yeah. All right. Because by our nature being more impatient, it creates more of a short attention span. So if I can sit down and knock off like five things in a row, it doesn't matter if they have to be in order or not. Now, higher patients, high C, they're more wired to be sequential in the way they process work. They prefer to set their things to do list one, two, three, four, five, start at one, finish it, go to two, finish it, go to three, finish it. Now, this is an important aspect of the brain wiring. High C brain is wired for completion. So when a high C is in the middle of doing something and they get ripped away from it without the opportunity to button it down. Now, notice I just said button it down. I didn't say complete. It could be a two-week project. Who knows how long it's going to be. But the opportunity to button it down. When a high C is ripped away from something without the opportunity to button it down and they're working on something else, a residual part of the brain is still thinking about what I should have been completing. Mm -hmm. That can impede productivity, all right? Now the low C brain can jump from things to things without having that haunting effect. And again, it's not good, it's not bad, it's not right, it's not wrong, it just is. Mm 
Mm-hmm. So let me give you a good example of work environment. Low C work environment in a hospital is the emergency room. Because the environment's very unpredictable, you don't know what's going to come in. You may have to change gears if you're treating somebody who has a cut versus somebody who's rushed in with a gunshot wound. Yeah. All right. And in emergency, it's kind of like get them kind of taken care of and then we'll turn them over to others to kind of finish the job. Intensive care and surgeries are oftentimes high seat. There's a sequence. You know, in intensive care, we got to check and run your vitals every four hours. We got to make sure your beds. In surgery, there's a sequence to follow in that. So when we say work style, every job has a work style. Is it a low C job where I'm constantly having to switch gears? It is a high C job where there's a sequence and that sequence to success. So, you know, when you're looking at in many industries, You know, there's a certain sequence to follow and you have to follow that because if you start skipping steps, then obviously you're going to have an issue with it. So the C drive, when we look at aligning people to jobs, that's the first thing we look at is the C drive. Mm -hmm. Now, other residual effects of C are speed of decision making. And if you think about it logically, it makes sense. Lower C's, more impatient. With all my other drive needs met, I want to make a quick decision, get out of the way. High C's are more deliberate decision makers. Mm-hmm. Now, the good news is if I sometimes have to make a fast decision, that's great. But sometimes what can happen in a, with a bunch of low C's in an organization, everybody wants to make a fast decision, get it out of the way. And then guess what? We have to come back and review it again in two or three days. Mm-hmm. Okay. High C's are deliberate decision makers. What that means is you go to a high C and you say, hey, I need you to kick this around. When can you get back to me? Well, they say four o'clock today. Oftentimes what happens, low C goes four o'clock. Oh my gosh, it's only 10 a.m. in the morning. What are we talking about? Six hours. So the low C tries to push the high C to make a faster decision. The more the low C pressures the high C to make a faster decision, the more it slows it down. Okay. Because what ends up happening is the low C starts creating interruptions, stops the high C's ability for concentration and deliberation, and slows it down. And so one of the things we recommend is that if a high C says, hey, I'll have a decision for you at four o'clock, they'll have it at four o'clock. By trying to pressure or speed it up, you actually slow it all down. And so, because the reason being is low C's oftentimes embrace pressure. Mm-hmm. Not that we always like it, but we deal with it. Yeah. All right? High C's have the ability to kind of push back against undue pressure. Mm-hmm. So look at the decision-making example. High C says four o'clock, the low C says, no, 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 I'm going to push, 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 make it faster. High C pushes back, slows it all down. Yeah. So one of the things that can occur when you have a predominantly high C group, everybody wants to deliberate, great, just set a timetable for it. That's everyone's comfortable with. When you have a low C group, though, you have to make sure that decisions are not made too quickly. And then you kind of have to go back and review. So those are kind of the critical aspects when you're looking at a team. The 
So we looked at, you know, work style, speed of decision-making, pressure acceptance. And then lastly, the C drive is our innate fuse. Mm -hmm. And what do I mean by that? Well, low C's by our nature, we're more impatient. So when we get irritated about something, we'll spit once a day like Old Faithful in Yellowstone National Park. We got something, we'll complain, we'll get out there, we'll go. We have a very short fuse, especially when things are stressful to us or irritated. High C's are just the opposite. High C's have very long fuses. So high C's are more like Mount Vesuvius. They only go off every three to five, three to four thousand years. But when they do, they bury Pompeii in a mile of ash. I've talked to ICs. They said, have you ever gone off? And they're like, a couple times in my life. And I said, and? I said, people look at me like I'm possessed because it's just so uncharacteristic uh, of an expression of how the individual is. Mm -hmm. And usually the trigger for both this, for the fuse, is pressure. Even though low C's accept it, they may find something and it ticks them off and they'll spit. High C's could be continued pressure or it could be residual effects of the other drives. I'm not having time to think things through. I'm yeah. not having ideas considered in options. Or it could be information, foreshadowing. That's our next drive, D drive, is information. So it could be multiple things. But normally what happens is it builds up, it builds up, it builds up. And oftentimes maybe people have experienced this in a work environment. You have somebody, they're a great worker. One day they just kind of blow up, quit, quit and leave. You know, Normally that's a resultant effect of it. So there's a lot in here, but just try and give a little snippet on it. So just to recap quickly, the C drive, it's our work style. Number one thing you want to look for in aligning a person with a job. Number two, speed of decision-making. Number three, how we accept and deal with pressure. And number four, our innate views. Awesome. So thank you for that breakdown, Jay. Real quick, we're going to take a moment to hear a word from our sponsor, Pair Payments, and then we will be right back with a couple questions for Jay. So we saved well over 250 k Just this quarter, we have saved about $30,000 in credit card fees. Probably over $1,000 a month, at least. Over $150,000 this year alone. $180,000 the first year we worked with them, and it's growing every single year. Thank you, Pair Payments. Thank you, Pair. I would recommend them to anyone. Yeah, just wish I would have done it sooner. All right, and we are back with Jay from Acumax. So Jay, you just gave us a great breakdown on the C drive, the work styles here, and patience. So I have to ask you, Jay, what are some great examples of placing someone in a job that doesn't really align with their C drive? Well, you know, that's, that's a great question. So if I'm a low C, more impatient, want to pivot quickly, in a high C role, what ends up happening oftentimes is my mind starts to wander. I may skip steps. I get bored in the role, all right? So oftentimes that can make, create a quality issue or a safety issue or actually work getting missed. You know, when you're a, a high C forced into a low C job, because your mind can't complete or button down issues as they occur, you know, and you want to prefer to work more sequentially, then what ends up happening is I feel stress. And I become oftentimes very ineffective and drained in the role. 
See, the unique thing about the human mind, it can have us do anything we want to do, even if it's contrary to our own well-being. Going back to the doctor example, what we've discovered in working with medical facilities is low C's that are surgeons, they usually want to put all their surgeries on one day to get them out of the way, or they actually leave surgery and want to go into administration because surgery by its nature is a sequential planned step-by-step -step process. Mm -hmm. It's not like, oh, Jake, you need your gallbladder out. Let's go through your ear today. Okay. Yeah. We're career surgeons. They are very planned with it and they follow that process and they don't miss those steps. I, I remember years ago, uh, my mom had had several uh, hip replacement surgeries. And when I was talking to the doctor, I had him give Acumax to talk to him. He was very high C. And I said, what makes you so good? He said, I've done so many of them and never missed a step. Now I also can anticipate when there's additional problems, additional issues that occur. He was the premier uh, orthopedic surgeon for hip replacement in the area. So there's just a real good kind of an example. We can do it, but it really taxes us. And remember I said this is the hardest drive to consistently work against. Low C and high C roll, I feel bored. My mind wanders. It impacts productivity. High C and low C roll, I feel stressed. I feel pressure. I feel wiped out. It impacts productivity. Absolutely. And so how does that factor in with the team? When you're building a team, how important is it to focus on the C drive? Is, that, is there an optimal makeup of a team or does it just really depend on the job roles of each individual? Well, you know, in most companies, you have low C roles and high C roles, okay? And the beauty on a team, if they're properly aligned, the beauty on a team is that they can offset. So what do I mean? You know, oftentimes low C, you know, uh, there's 20 steps to do. I'll do five of them. The high C's on the team says, wait a minute. No, 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 no. We got to do all 20 to ensure. So when you're looking at a team dynamic and a group dynamic, High C's are very aware of the sequence, the steps to ensure quality. Low C's will oftentimes want to create that sense of urgency to get it done a little bit quicker. So the conversation that's had is, okay, how could we maybe cut down timetables without sacrificing quality or sacrificing the steps necessary to, to have a very good outcome? Mm -hmm. So, and some of it depends on companies because you'll have companies where there's an awful lot of high C based upon the role or companies where there's a lot of low C. But in any team dynamic, it's the old thing, you know, uh, a team full of clone wiring patterns all's like, all likes doing the same thing. So things fall through the cracks. To have an effective team, you need a diversity of wiring, but a diversity of wiring is the exact thing that creates team dysfunction. Unless I know their value. Yeah. So have you had any real life examples um, that you can pull from of, of what happens when someone is placed in that job, in that role that they're, it's just not the, the fit for their C drive? As a matter of fact, yes. Um, years ago, <laughs> I did some work for one of the auto uh, companies and the plant manager decided that he was going to bring everybody together and have a, an improvement conference. What I found that was interesting, and this was an assembly line role. Mm -hmm. The people that were wired for the assembly line loved the company, loved their job, 
thought it was great. Those that weren't wired for the assembly line didn't like the company, didn't like their job. They were almost attacking the plant manager because it was a way of venting, of releasing their stress. But there was a direct correlation because we did surveys beforehand and we were watching and the people said, oh no, this is great. They were wired for the assembly line. Those that didn't, weren't. That's a good example of stress. It's also one of the reasons that in many industries, you know, you'll have alcohol and drug usage because it's a way of adults killing the pain. At this particular event, I felt really bad for this plant manager because he was trying to get ideas to improve it, but really it worked out into just an attack session. And the attack was led by the people that weren't wired for that role because they were miserable and they wanted to vent and get it out to others. So I saw that unfold and uh, felt really bad for the guy because the intentions were good. I was able to debrief with him afterwards. He got a lot of insight from it on you know, why people were just great performers that showed up every day and others were not. Yeah, absolutely. So Jay, how, how do you best deal with team members who have a very different C drive than you? Well, you know, the first thing, if you take the Acumax, that's gonna kind of tell you your C drive, okay? Um, you know, you probably know but you know, this gives you definitive answers. Now, what I recommend with low C, if you're more impatient, when you're dealing with a high C, take a deep breath. Calm yourself down so you can focus on that person and describe what you wanna do sequentially. High Cs, if you're dealing with more of an impatient low C, you wanna relay information very quickly. Things are very, uh, you know, observably driven. So oftentimes, you know, low C's look at high C's and say, hey, drink more caffeinated product. And high C's say, hey, lay off the caffeine. So when you know who you are and when you're seeing it's not resonate with the other individual, and sometimes it's just best to ask the question, do you want information relayed quickly? Or do you want some uh, behind it? Would you prefer that I focus and give you a sequence? But if you're low in the seat, take that deep breath, calm down, high in the seat, relay information quickly. Because also remember, low C, short attention span, high C, more focus. Great question, Jake. Thank you. Well, that was that was fantastic answering of the questions I had. Is there anything else that you that you would say is important to focus on with the C drive in particular when it when it comes to building a team? The key thing is alignment to the role. That is the number one key thing because it, some jobs, there's lots of uh, having to pivot. You have to make a quick decision. You may have to jump from item to item. You know, you're best aligned in that when you're lower C. Others, you want that focus. You want that sequence. You want that ability to complete things in order because that's important for quality. So the number one thing I would say is with the C drive, and this is something that we teach with our clients, the first thing you look at aligning a person to a job is the C drive because it impact, it can impact attendance, quality, you know, uh, attitude. Yeah. Think about, you know, auto plant example, those that weren't wired for the assembly line, you know, there was absentee problems. They were 
going back after the managers. Those that did, were aligned loved the organization. So that's critical. And that is probably the key drive in alignment to keeping people engaged and to retaining people in your organization. And that is the goal, isn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. So if you are interested in finding out the makeup of your teams so that you can keep your team members engaged and productive and just optimize the, the, um, the, the content of your team, the, the whole way it's structured, then go check out the Acumax Index assessment that Jay has offered everyone uh, complimentary. And it is, again, five minutes. Right, Jay? Five minutes and you can find out this information? Yep. Our average completion time is four point. It's gone down. It's actually 4.3 minutes, I believe, right now. Wow. That's crazy. We've had people, it's funny, I'll tell them it's under five minutes, they'll time themselves and come back and say, oh, it took me two and a half, it took me three, but it's very, very quick. The only thing I say, don't overthink it, just do it. And you'll be amazed at the results. Absolutely. So again, to do that, it's text Jake, J-A-K-E, to 218-517-7985. Go complete that complimentary Acumax Index Assessment. And... Um, and then let me know. I'm actually curious from anyone in the audience who's uh, listening to this series with Jay has completed the index uh, assessment. Please let me know what you think. I'm curious where everyone shakes out that's listening to it. Uh, and I'd love to talk about my assessment because it is a really uh, interesting introspective assessment. You can really take a look at yourself and say, hey, am I best fitting for this role? Uh, how do I engage with, with others in my team to be more effective, more productive? So. Uh, thank you, Jay, for, again, the C drive. And then what's next? Are we following up uh, very soon with the D drive? We're going to do the D drive. The D drive is called certainty. It talks about how much structure and consistency and, circuit and certainty I want in my environment. And uh, so that continues. And if we have time, maybe we'll do a little bit on the red dot that people see there, the tilt factor. Or we might have to do another podcast. I don't know. We'll have to see how that lines out. Yeah, we might have to do a fifth podcast in the series for the tilt factor, which is an awesome conversation. Absolutely. That would be good, actually, and putting that in with adjusted self as well. We can kind of get into that. So there's a little teaser. We'll talk yeah. about tilt factor and adjusted self for the fifth one in the series. Absolutely. That's perfect. So, again, uh, thank you very much, Jay. Tune in next week uh, for the D drive. That'll be the D drive, and I cannot wait to get into that and then wrap up with the fifth episode. So we, ha we have a great series with Jay. Uh, thank you very much, Jay. I really appreciate you coming on. My pleasure as always. I always enjoy these podcasts. You do a great job, Jake. Thank you, Jay. I, I really appreciate that. And if you are in the audience and you agree, please like, uh, subscribe to the show, rate and review so that more people will see the show. And most importantly, if you think that this podcast will help anyone that you know that's trying to grow their businesses, their home service business, doesn't even have to be exactly this industry, then please share this with them. Share this podcast with anyone looking to grow a home service industry business. And um, let's help rise the tide for all the ships, right? Right, Jay? Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So thank you very much to Jay. Once again, thank you very much to the audience and tune in next week for uh, more fantastic episodes that will help you grow your home service business, home service industry business. So thank you to everyone and we'll see you next week.